Good morning everybody, it's day 3 of the 14 day macros or nutrition and mindset challenge and telling you breakthroughs are happening already. Do you know why breakthroughs are happening already? Because it's the first time many of us have actually started to inquire into our own behaviour without judgement, without thinking we're going to get judged, without lying to ourselves and once we do that we see the truth, don't we? So when we see the truth, it's obvious what the next step is. And that's the breakthrough. It happens like that. You see and you have the insight and the breakthrough. And I wanna like share I wanna share the post from yesterday. And if you're doing this challenge on a later date, it wouldn't have been yesterday, it'd have been in the it'll be in the group anyway. Um, about this and the realization of wow, yeah, I've actually inquired into myself without judgment and just complete, complete honesty and now I know exactly what went wrong. So Amy says, lengthy confession post, when I got given the calorie goal of 2,600, I thought to myself, there's no way I'll eat that. I don't even eat that now on a weekend. And I am no stranger to tracking my meals and my fitness pal. I do it most days and thought I was being truthful with what I was putting in there. So yesterday I tracked literally every gram of food I ate and every mill of milk in my cups of tea. I purposely ate the same kind of meals I've been doing when tracking on my fitness pal as a little experiment with myself to find out if I was really underestimating portion sizes. Well, by the end of the day, I was almost at the 2,600. And that's without the packet of crisps and a couple of biscuits I normally would have had throughout the day. So it's no wonder I've been slowly gaining, gaining weight every month. I've probably been eating 3,000 calories a day for the last two years. I also look back at my food diary and my fitness pal. I can see there are days where I know I had a glass of wine and I haven't inputted it in there, probably through guilt. I have been cheating myself all this time and not even realised I'm doing it. I have had a good laugh at the sheer audacity of myself thinking I must be the exception to the science. I don't even eat that much and I'm still piling on the pounds on. And I'm ready to face day two. Loving this and love the live last night was so informative. Thank you. And this is what it's about. There's a smiley face, there's laughing. And it is it is funny, isn't it? Like, we, we think we're the abnormality to the human race. We think we're, we're, we're the opposite of um, the science. And like, it's the laws of physics. And it's just not true. You know, we all have to abide by the laws and calories in, calories out, all this stuff is its just the fact, it's just the truth. And that's a lesson for everybody. It's like if you haven't looked at this as an experiment yet, which is the most important part, because when you look at an experiment, you let go of judgment and you are looking fully. You're fully aware, you're curious, you're looking, and you'll find patterns you didn't see before, and then everything changes. And just a note on that as well, the studies do suggest that we uh, we underestimate our intake by 1,000 calories a day. There's something that Amy didn't mention. She was eating 3,000 calories plus on a weekday. Now, imagine on weekends, um, much higher. So this awareness, guys, is key. And do you feel that this is so doable for, for the remainder of time. Like, I'm not saying you have to track everything all the time. You do it now to start to educate and then you make better choices and they lead to a better, li- better lifestyle. And by the byproduct of that better lifestyle is that you tend to not overeat, you tend to eat in moderation, you tend to be more mindful, you tend to be more curious and you don't look at your data and hate yourself. You look at data for data's sake. The byproduct of that is a leaner physique, a stronger physique, a better mind. But do you feel like, you know, it's not overwhelming, is it? If you really think about it, like all of this complicated science, like I saw a video, someone tagged me in yesterday, a guy on TikTok was like, yeah, so 
when you when you consume carbs, your insulin response goes up. When you've got insulin, you store fat, all this stuff. And it's like, you know, you, you need to have this glycogen and you have to lower this and that. And all this, like, complicated stuff. And people are like, oh, my God, it makes so much sense. No wonder I'm gaining weight. I'm eating carbs. And it's like, oh, those things happen, like, acutely. Like, your insulin isn't on 24-7. And you can't gain weight. Even if you spike your insulin 10 times a day with a sugary food, if you're not consuming enough calories, your body can't store the calories, it needs it for energy, you know, and it says, oh, well, it changes to your fat storage to use for energy as opposed to other stuff, well, if you don't give your body enough energy, regardless, where do you think it's getting energy from, it doesn't pluck it out of thin air, energy cannot be created nor destroyed, only converted from one form to another, that's the law of thermodynamics, and if you think about it, it makes sense. The entire universe works this way. You are literally, and this is a mind-blowing fact, hopefully you get mind-blown by it. So in your body right now, there are carbon atoms, right? And carbon atoms are only formed when stars, like our sun, blow up. That's the environment that's needed for carbon atoms to form, and we have them inside our body. So this universe we're in, which is crazy different forms of energy via light, you know, collisions. It's all like a life cycle in and now through that, you know, we, we, we're we eating food, we eat too much of it, it's stored fat, the energy's there for the energy to go, it has to be converted back into something to be uh, to be used up, to go into another form. And you, you, you literally breathe out your fat. <laughs> you sweat it out and breathe it out. That's the mad part of it. Uh, I think Dr. P will speak about it more next week now. But that's, that's, like, that, that's how you lose fat, it converts and it goes out. Um, so it's interesting, right, how it's all kind of, this, these systems are all interlinked and we're, we're just part of it. And uh, once you actually see that, it's interesting, like, of course, like, it just means if I'm storing too much, I need to make sure that my body doesn't need all the stuff I'm giving it. And, you know, I eat in a deficit and it's going to have to use that fat stored energy to function and get on with stuff. You know, it's there to be used when the body doesn't have enough energy. That's the purpose. Um, we get down to a better level of it. And we don't need the reserves we do carry around on average. You know, some of us have more reserves than others. And, you know, we're not in the world now where we have to have a decent reserve of fat. We can be quite lean if we want to. Um, but again, don't focus too much on the fat loss, guys, and the weight loss. Um, that's the byproduct of building these habits over the next 14 days and the mindset. Once your mindset switches, your lifestyle starts switching. So you, the insight you get changes the way you think completely forever. And, you know, in three or four months' time, you might go back. And Amy, you might be like, four months' time, she might go back and into her life and go, oh, no, I wasn't, I'm just eating, I'm eating, I'm not eating much, I'm gaining weight. But there'll be something in the back of her mind that goes, actually, do you remember that insight we had from my experiment? You know it's not true. And it'll be in your mind, and it'll remind you. And it'll forever change the way you look at things. And that's what we're after. We're after insights in these 14 days that change the way we think about ourselves, our data, our bodies, our mindset for life. And that is the knock-on effect. Now, there's a few studies I want to reference quickly here now for you guys. Um, so the first one is, a lot of you are going to be on macros only. We're only doing macros and mindset right now, okay? But a lot of you are going to be like, I want to make the most of the two weeks. So I want to, you know, do as many workouts as possible. And I want to do as many runs or steps as possible. I want to say is don't do that. The reason I want you to not do this is because that's not what you're going to do for the rest of your life. So don't bother starting now just to get the most of the next two weeks. 
the the what you're getting from the next two weeks is something you can't get by forcing um forcing yourself to do something it's not like the more effort you put in the more it's not about effort it's about observation there's two weeks of observation and you'll find you don't require much effort once you've observed once you've observed your eating habits the next action becomes obvious and the the, the tracking becomes easy and light and enjoyable it doesn't mean you have to do more you have to burn yourself out it's not about that at all okay so please don't think you have to do that but reasons why you need to avoid and stop low calorie diets i spoke about this before right but your metabolic rate is adaptable in a sense that when you lose weight it'll it'll slow down in a sense because you you know it doesn't want your body doesn't really want to lose weight you know it wants to stay the same um, even if you're overweight it wants to stay the same even though in some cases being overweight for a long period of time can have a negative impact on your health so it does try to adapt right so if you go aggressive it's going to react in an aggressive way you find your energy levels will drop a lot your hormones will drop a lot and there's a study on um natural bodybuilders and they they did a diet over like 16 weeks and their testosterone levels when they started were that of an you know a 25 year old man and by the end of it after a 16 week diet to get really shredded their testosterone levels were that of an 80 year old man um and that's because they were in a, a severe deficit high high activity and their testosterone levels plummeted but as soon as they brought their calories back in and their carbs and they lowered their intensity a bit their testosterone levels shot back up so please and un- please understand that a very str- you you can be mentally stressed right by work arguments gossip friends all that but there's also something called allostatic load which is all types of stress you have so think of your stress allostatic load as a bucket of stress and in this bucket of stress you've got your psychological stress which is very important to get hold of because that's can be you know it can be it'd be the worst one because it's all made up in the mind then you've got physical stress such as doing all the workouts moving all this stuff and they all go to the same stress bucket and to really reduce the stress bucket to un to kind of unload the stress you have to have a good night's sleep it's important that you have a good night's sleep that's when it starts emptying out some stress so if you're not sleeping enough you might be building up this allostatic load is called this total stress up and up and when it starts overflowing things start going wrong right things start going wrong so it's important that you do actually look at this like extreme activity as a way of it's actually stress in the body you know in going into a deficit is stress on the body because it is in a deficit it doesn't have the calories and energy it needs to function unless it goes and finds it from a fat store so it's not having the optimal amount of calories and macros so it's in a stressful state and then you've got a psychological stress so you need to be wary of this because this can really reduce a lot of functions like in those male bodybuilders natural ones testosterone levels plummeted with women you might find that your um, hormones plummet right and that'll have negative consequences and this is why we don't tend to want to lose weight for a long period of time this we, we do something called a you know i hate the word diet but diet break or we have like refeeds and we'll cover that down the line if you stay along with us for the ride of over maintenance and beyond but yeah just just know that being in a deficit training all the stuff is adding stress and you need to have outlets for stress what happens when you get stressed right when you get acutely stressed which means you get stressed from a specific physical factor like you know 
an animal jumping in front of you or whatever, uh, your appetite goes down, because obviously why do you need to digest when you need to get out of danger? And your bo- adrenaline goes on, right? And your body mobilizes, gets ready for battle, or gets ready for running, gets ready. Your, your, alert, your concentration goes up, alertness goes up. Uh, glucose is rushing to your legs and to your muscles, ready to go. Adrenaline's pumping through the body, right? You are primed, right? Now, when you get into this state and you're sitting on a chair, right, the worst thing to really do is just sit on a chair and do nothing. You are literally ready to work out, basically, or run or move. So when you have these stressful moments, it's important you have an outlet for them. So that's go on a walk, maybe do your work at that time. Some people go for a run, and some people can get better runs because they're full of adrenaline. And you need an outlet for it. And like I mentioned in the seminar, the first seminar before we started, when they did this on rats, um, the rat that didn't have an outlet for stress when it got stressed formed ulcers inside the body. The rat that just had this little wooden thing to nibble on when it got stressed didn't have any ulcers. That outlet is very important. And it's important for you guys to know this because you are stressed with your in a deficit, with your work and all this stuff. You might not know it. You might not be like, oh, I'm stressed, but you are. So make sure that when you do feel these waves of stress, that you do something about it. You go for a walk. You do a workout. You phone someone, right? You do something. And it's important that you do exercise that you like as well, because if you do exercise you don't like, it's even more stressful. <laughs> so that's another important point. Um, <clears throat> and when you go into a, a low-calorie you know, diet and you go lower than what we would prescribe you, so some of you are like, I haven't eaten all my macros, should I? If you go into a deficit that's too big, you do risk losing muscle mass. And muscle mass is expensive to build. It's very expensive to build. You really, really, really don't want to be losing muscle mass. Um, and you think like, oh, well, like, I don't want muscle or whatever. No, muscle is good. Muscle uses more energy. It uses energy to move. It it won't be a huge number, but the more muscle you hold, the higher your, main, your BMI will be because you've got more muscle and muscle is slightly more expensive to maintain and keep going than having no muscle, of course. So you want to make sure that you don't go too aggressive because you don't want to lose your muscle. If you go too aggressive as well with your deficits and you want to rush in, you're going to have increased hunger and cravings. That's obvious. Again, not sustainable. <clears throat> increased chances of weight regain. Um, you're going to actually decrease the amount of like just normal movement you do, such as walking, talking, fidgeting. You end up being on the couch all day on your phone, watching TV or whatever. You're just re- really, really low energy. So all of these things are not good and it may even reduce your fertility as well so an increase in estrogen and lh luteinizing hormone is needed for ovulating to occur 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 um interestingly research has shown that lh levels partly depend on the number of calories available in a woman's diet accordingly studies show that reproductive reproductive function is suppressed in women who eat 22 to 42 percent fewer calories than are needed to maintain their weight so a lot of people go into that zone on their extreme diets and a lot of you might have experienced you've lost your period when you go on uh, extreme diets or very stressed. And this is not like by chance. This is the, what the, why do you, why do you, why do you think the body does it? Well, why would the body waste energy on a reproductive system when it's so stressed out that it doesn't even know if it's going to survive? Do you know what I mean? That's really what's going on. The more stressed you are, from all the stuff I've mentioned, that can happen. 
So this is, this is why, guys, you're on the right path with what we're teaching you. And we're guiding you and you've got to learn the stuff yourself and you've got to have the moments and insights yourself. But you're on the right path with this stuff because all the other stuff, even though your friend might come up to you and go, oh, I've lost like six pounds and how much have you lost? And you go, well, I've only lost like, well, my scale is two pounds in the last four weeks. But I do feel better. And they go, oh, my God, that's not good, is it? And you go, well, you know what, mate? You might be reducing your fertility you are going to be, your hormones are all out of whack now. You've got a big slap coming, not from me, but from your own body. Um, and it is coming. And it always does come for people that go on those more things. So please don't feel pressured by people who are maybe getting faster results or whatever. Let them go faster for now. They're winning in the first half. You win in the, you win, you win the game. What's that quote? You may win the battle, but we win the war. <laughs> or whatever, a cheesy quote as well, in those generals. But that's really the purpose of it. So, yeah, day three, guys. Exciting stuff. So, enjoy your day. Hopefully, this is a bit useful and stress and all that stuff. I think it's an important topic. And if you want me to cover more on it, I, I will. Um, but you're doing exactly what you need to be doing. Again, the task today, track your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner this time. And share your dinner in the group. And I want you all as well... This might be a bit of a weird task, but I, I want you all to do it. Whatever your favorite sweet is or chocolate bar or whatever, I want you to have that today and fit it into your macros. And I want you to do it and not feel guilty about it. Yesterday I had an Oreo ice cream sandwich. I nearly I have those nearly every day, actually. But just do it. Get used to the fact that you can have that food and don't add the story to it. Just have it. Your body doesn't go, ooh, Scott's had another Oreo sandwich. It goes, no. That's a crispy, cold, carbohydrate and fat mix. Um, you know, we've made up Oreo sandwich and with all the bad connotations of that. So today's task is the breakfast, lunch, dinner, and please have your favorite snack and put it in. And I don't want you to, don't want you to, you know, panic about it and let me know how you feel when you put it in and that's it. And enjoy your day, guys. Remember, one day at a time. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow, who cares? Today's what matters. 24 hours ahead or a bit less than that. That's all that your life is made out of. So make the most of it and your life will change. And I'll speak to you guys on the radio.